Okay. Is it? Is it going? Is my voice going? Um. Crap. Wait. Where's that? Oh, is that it? I get. Okay. There we go. Bingo. It's always hard to tell with these um small squiggly lines. I don't know if it's actually going or if it's just like um like loading. Right? Like my voice is loading or the um the microphone is loading my voice. I don't know. I'm going to try to get through this as quickly as possible cuz um I hit my head on a pallet jack. Um what time is it? It's 8:40. So about, about like, I want to say, not 12 hours ago, but like, we'll go, what, six, no, not six hours ago, because that was two o'clock, uh, seven hours, eight hours, nine hours, ten hours, about nine to ten hours ago, I hit my head on a pallet jack, and I still, like, feel it, the, um, the effects of it, right? Because those things are heavy. Oh, man. And I grew my hair out. Not because of that purpose, but, I mean, it, it does come in handy. Because um, I got hit I got hit in the head with a baseball once. And that hurt. And I didn't have any freaking hair. I mean, I had a low cut, but that didn't cushion the blow. So, shout out to... um. Shout out to Long Hair. Welcome back to Think for Yourself, the number one podcast in my mind, hopefully in yours as well. And, uh, and I mean, I, I feel like this is like standard every single week, but the media, they just, they do it again, right? They, I don't know what makes my head hurt more, listening to the news or hitting my head on pallet jacks. But here, here's what I've had to train myself to do, and... Um, it's going to take some practice, but I definitely don't want to lose my sanity over it. The media is entertainment. So they BS around and they say the the, the dumbest stuff possible. Sometimes they might believe it. Um, (coughs) Chris Cuomo. Um, but I mean, like in situations where it could get them suspended, but for the most part, they do it for entertainment. So I... I'm trying to keep that in perspective a lot more, but that doesn't take away from the fact that they say some dumb, dumb, dumb stuff. And then sometimes them not saying something is just as dumb. So hopefully everybody had a great Thanksgiving. Unfortunately, there were some people who did not. Um, and, and I feel like, I feel like, Wisconsin has just been a hot spot this past year for um like just a bunch of crap happening, right? Just a bunch of bad stuff. So I definitely um I'm definitely kind of I don't even know if I should say disappointed cuz I mean that's kind of what you expect from the media but just how they didn't report on this issue how they would have reported it on it if the circumstances were different blows my mind and it definitely um doesn't deliver anybody any justice in regards to getting the story out there right it's like like who the hell does journalism anymore 
I mean, if if you do, you probably sell like paper newspapers, right? But you'd be like, I mean, a dinosaur, basically. I f- like you gotta be if if you're controversial or if you uh, purposely take a like a stance far left or far right. You do it because you know people are gonna watch, right? Like Stephen A. Smith on ESPN. Now, this isn't, like, have anything to do with, like, current events um, media. But it's still, like, you got to keep him in perspective as well. I was watching him the other day, and he was like, like, people don't fear LeBron. And was talking to an NBA player and tried to make it seem like people don't fear LeBron because he watches basketball on TV. Yet he's talking to someone who played against LeBron. Which, I mean, LeBron, man, I can't stand his tweets, but that was just the stupidest, stupidest take ever. But I had to, I had to check myself because I was like, I was about, mm, mm, I want to say like five seconds away from just driving my fist straight through the TV, right? So hard that Steven felt it, right? Now, it wouldn't have hurt that much because he's in... New York. I think they're in New York, right? If you watch ESPN, I think he's in New York. So he would have felt... Just cracked my bone. I guess I'm I'm on my hand. I guess I'm... um, I guess that's preparation for the next time I watch him on TV. Getting this hand ready. Right? To drive it straight through. I mean, he'll probably feel it just a little bit. But the point is is that I I gotta learn to keep him in perspective. And to know what he's there for, right? Some stuff he says might be true, but most of it he does because he's an entertainer. The root of being a journalist is, um, I don't know. I don't want to disrespect anybody by saying they're not journalists, but they're they're entertainers, right? So it's a different category, right? Floyd Mayweather is a boxer. Jay Paul is an entertainer. He boxes, but he's an entertainer. So I got to keep him in perspective, right? So when he says that he's, like, more influential than Muhammad Ali or Floyd Mayweather or Canelo or any of these guys, I got to keep from ripping my phone in half, right? Because I got to keep it into perspective. And I feel like I have to do that with the news, right? Fox, CNN, MSNBC. I just, I just, I don't know. But then it sucks because they're like the main, they're the main one. So they're the ones who are always in your face reporting on stuff. Oh, man, it is so annoying. Right? It's so annoying because in Wisconsin, and at this point it's already been, I wanted to give it some time just to see like if if, if it would get any more traction, right? But in Wisconsin, about mm, ten days ago, this guy and he's a he's a black dude. So keep that in mind, right? And I'm gonna preface that I'm black, so I'm not, um, I'm not trying to, right? I'm not trying to stir the pot up. I'm just speaking as one black person talking about another black person. Uh, I feel like I have to emph- emphasize that now. Um in the world we live in, 
plus I've been told a lot of a lot of times and I, I need to I need to look into this. I've been told that like on the phone I sound white. Now half of my family is white, so I don't know. I'd have to listen to myself on the phone. I listen back to these sometimes, but I don't know. I don't know. But my name is Josh. I know a lot of white people named Josh. Um, I also know some black people named Josh. So, I don't know. I sound white on the phone. Interesting. Interesting. I'm going to have to test that. But, yeah, he's a black guy. And he drove an SUV through a Christmas parade in... Wisconsin. I'm not even going to... Oh, Let's try it. I'm going to try to pronounce the city. Wakesha? I think that's how you say it. W-A-U-K-E-S-H-A. Wakesha? Oh, God. Daggummit. That's probably so wrong. Wakosha? Wakesha? Kind of sounds like Kenosha, but it should... It Like Wakesha? We'll go with that. Wakesha, Wakesha, Wakesha. We'll go with that. But I'm just going to say Wisconsin. All that just to say Wisconsin. Wow. He drove an SUV through a parade, a Christmas parade in Wisconsin. And like I said, it just seems like over the past year and a half, a bunch of like stuff has happened. All eyes have been on Wisconsin or Minnesota. So... That happened, and I believe how it goes, because I saw a video, uh, people were recording it, but then I also saw a video of someone's doorbell, where after the guy drove his vehicle, his SUV, through the parade, he tried to flee the scene by going to someone's house, knocking on their door, claiming that he was homeless and that he was waiting on an Uber, and asked if he could call the Uber so the, the the guy opened the door, and he didn't know what was going on. He said he was watching football. So he let him in the house, made him a sandwich, and like five minutes later, a bunch of cops were outside of the house. And then the homeowners, like, all confused or whatnot, and the, they and eventually end up arresting the guy. And you'd think that, man, that's so messed up, right? Like, the, the, the media, the news... They're going to pile on this. They're going to bring some awareness to this. And they're going to report it how they report everything else. Right. So let me just give you some context. Um, In the case of Kyle Rittenhouse, who was a white, who was a white man. I mean, I guess you could call him a kid at the time, but a white, a white person. Kyle Rittenhouse, on numerous occasions, was described as a vigilante a white supremacist, um, MSNBC, they threw a hissy fit because they got kicked out of the trial or of the courtroom because they were doing some shady stuff in regards to jurors. <laughs> and the the first headline that they put out after uh, after the case was over was talking about how like the system is built to protect I think it was either white people or conservatives um when they like kill people right 
basically basically saying that the system is built to protect white supremacists who kill people when they get bored. Right. So all this stuff, right? So you expect when someone else does some messed up stuff, right? We're gonna pile on them as well. So this this individual, and I'll uh, they um some some other outlets end up releasing who he actually was, but the vast majority of like the big named outlets. They described it as an SUV running, like driving through a parade, right? So we know that it was a man. They they know his name. They know his race. But headline after headline after headline is SUV drives through a parade. And I'll just I'll just go down the line and just give a couple of examples. So, uh, no, I don't want an ad. Leave me alone. So, I'm looking at this headline from ABC News. At least 40 injured, 5 killed, which is now 6, as SUV drives into holiday parade. Oh, that's interesting. Another one? No, I don't want you to have my location. Nope. Leave me alone. Another one. Wisconsin parade crash suspect uh, was in a domestic... Actually, no. This is... Oh, no. It's right here. SUV drives into crowd of people. So that was the headline there. From the Washington Post. Five dead, more than 30, which is now six. More than 30 injured after SUV plows into crowd at Christmas parade in Wisconsin. Um, yeah, and it just kept going on and on and on. And initially you think, well, maybe they just don't have all the information, right? They just don't have all the information. So they kind of have to report it like this. Okay, well, well, there's some validity there. But these reports were coming out. Now, people, like I said, they jump the gun. They they want to get out it, out in front of it quick. But a lot of these reports were, were filing in after the guy had already been arrested. He wasn't arrested that much longer after he did it. Like I said, he went to the person's house. The video from that camera was released um, almost immediately, right? As the story was breaking, they... uh. They got a hold of that camera footage from that guy's house and released it. So so by this point, we, we know that this guy, we know that it's a guy. We know that he's black. We know we know what we heard from the um from the ring footage, which the ring camera footage, which I wanna actually find that. Let me find that. Um what what would I Ring camera. Hmm. All right. They just popped up some weird freaking Halloween. Some weird Halloween crap. That's not okay. Here it is. 
All right. Um. Wow, I did not like that. That uh. That what just popped up? There was some weird freaking horror crap. I was trying to look for um. I was trying to look for this. I found it though, so that's good. But um. But, like I said, all these reports, even after all the information was found, is still just describing it as this damn SUV running through this crowd of people, right? Now, if you want to get more specific from an outlet that actually reported on the, the details of it, um, there were five who were dead, and like I said, I believe it was six now. Uh, the six being a, a, a boy, an eight-year-old boy, which is ridiculous. Yeah. Eight-year-old boy identified as six fatality, which is just ridiculous. Six people were killed and dozens were hurt when an SUV driver barreled into a Christmas parade in Waukesha, Wisconsin. On Sunday afternoon, authorities said the suspect, 39-year-old Dale Brooks, is in custody uh, authority said, um, like I said, it was an eight-year-old boy who died. Um, a 79-year-old, a 71-year-old, a 52-year-old, a 52-year-old, and an 81-year-old. Which is just, that's just crazy to me, right? But but like I said, they're, they're reporting it like they're reporting it, which is obviously no coincidence, Right, it isn't. There's no coincidence at all, and I'm about to play the ring footage from the guy's house, where, um, I think you can hear him. Uh, I think you can hear him talking, like saying that he's like homeless and he's waiting on an Uber and, and stuff like that. So, the what the following content has been identified as inappropriate or offensive. I'm. A grown man. Confirm. This is inappropriate content for some users. Do you want to go back? What do I look like? Go back. No, continue. Let's go. Video shows Daryl Brooks coming to a random house after abandoning his SUV. He doesn't have a coat on and he's shivering. I called an Uber and I'm supposed to be waiting for it over here, but I don't know when it's coming. Can you call it for me, please? The homeowner, Dan Ryder, actually lets him in and even gives him a sandwich. Thinking he's homeless, I get him a ham sandwich and give him a ham sandwich, and he's sitting here on my phone pretty much the whole time talking to his mom. What's he saying to his mom? I, a lot of it I couldn't understand, to be honest. Is yelling, and I heard mama a lot. After growing suspicious, he escorted Brooks outside. I said, I saw a squad car go by. I'm not comfortable. I need you to leave. And he, he listened to me. He said, Okay, and you can see this is the next video of the ring. Let me open the door, and he's wearing this jacket right here. This is the jacket I gave him. A neighbor saw them and called 911. I knew something was out of the ordinary and not right, so I immediately went up my driveway and called 911. And what did you say? I said, the man that you're looking for in Waukesha is at my neighbor's house. Brooks is still on the porch when police corner him. Then they questioned the homeowner. Did he know this guy? Absolutely not. To me, this was a clear point to help somebody who was, I thought was homeless and needed help. And we're learning more about the victims of the massacre. Yeah, and like I said, they just 
um reported. I don't was that did they just report that that uh, eight year old? Um, no, they reported that on the twenty fourth. So, so this video came out of the ring footage nine days ago. Right now, this was reported. So when was that? Nine days ago. Um. So that was the. Okay. So all of these reports that I read in in regards to their headlines and whatnot were released the day before and the day of. All right. So at this point, you already know who. And they, like I said, they arrested them. They released information about it that day. So you so you know what what the situation is now. Yeah, you still choose to report it like this, and uh, I can sit up here and play stupid and be like, hmm, I wonder why. You ob- we obviously know why, but it's just so bizarre to me, right? How, um, I don't know. We just hold tragedy at a different. I feel like like it, like in order for this country to feel like it's making progress, we have to completely flip it on its head, right? So we don't hold tragedy to the same standard in the sense that when someone does something bad, then they need to um they need to suffer the consequences and they also need to be addressed by the public or the media in the same light across the board, right? It's very selective. Uh, that's a good word for it. I was trying to think of one. I think that's the best word I can say. It's very selective, right? And this is this is where you have to start questioning whether or not these uh, parties or these politicians or these news outlets really care about you. They care about what makes them look good, right? So when Cori Bush... And when AOC and all of them were talking about how Kyle Rittenhouse is a white supremacist and how the justice system failed because he's a vigilante, even though the evidence shows that he was defending himself, right? That makes them look good. Them condemning a black man for driving an SUV into a crowd of people, killing six people, including an eight-year-old boy at a Christmas parade, in Wisconsin, he just said the freaking name of the city, and I forgot. Wakasha, Wakasha. I think that's what he said. Wakasha. I'm just still gonna say Wisconsin. But them them condemning that does absolutely nothing for them. It doesn't do anything for them. But had he been a white man, then come on now. I don't even need to say anymore. Right. I don't even need to say any more. But let me not um let me not just say it just to be like, well, you know, what if he said it then I mean, what if it was a white man then then this would have been different. No. So the CEO of Twitter resigned. Jack Dorsey he resigned. And the new CEO was under fire because of a tweet that he tweeted, I want to say, when was that? Like, back in 2011, so 10 years ago, right? Now, people were, um, 
were like, are you guys really going to talk about a tweet that this man tweeted 10 years ago, blah, 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 blah. Well, John Gruden, who was an NFL coach, got fired, or he resigned because he was about to get fired for tweets or for emails that he sent, um, like, um, like racially insensitive uh, emails and homophobic emails and things like that that he sent, um, like eight, ten, twelve years ago. Now it's bad, right? But it, it is just like I said, funny how selective it is. Um, he does it. But this minority CEO of Twitter does it. And oh, are you guys really going to talk about a guy who sent a tweet from 10 years ago? So I'm just going to read the tweet. And this is how I know, right? I mean, it's, it's standard. But this is just more justification for how if, if, uh, if this is a white dude who drove his SUV into a crowd, then, I mean, it, the, the story would have been completely different. I just hit myself in the face with this microphone. I really need to chill out. I already hit my head on a pallet jack, so I, I really need to chill out. Yo, Twitter. Cut. I usually don't do this, but I uh, I needed to get some Fruit Loops. It's 9.30 at night, but it's never too late for cereal. Man, oh my goodness, especially if you haven't eaten all day, like, if, like, you have some of those days where you, um, you just have a lot to do and you forget to eat, I have a lot of those days, I should really stop that, but, um, but man, those are some good Fruit Loops, but not as good as this tweet, but the CEO of Twitter said that, Back in 2010, if they're not going to make a distinction between Muslims and extremists, then why should I distinguish between white people and racists? Now, that's just bizarre to me. But, um, people, um, tweeted that out, that he said that. And you obviously have your split, so people on the right are like pissed off and then people on the left were like essentially agreeing with it but I gotta take another bite real quick man hopefully hopefully they don't cancel cereal they're canceling everything if they cancel cereal then I'm gonna start rioting but he tweeted that 10 years ago, or 11, or mm, 11 years ago, and um, and it, like I said, it just blew my mind because this country won't get to where it needs to get until, as I said earlier, it's flipped on its head, right, until the, um, I guess the, the, the course of oppression hasn't been obliterated, but it's been shifted from one party to the next. All right. So, if this case had been a white man driving through a crowd of people and killing them, or six of them, one of those being a, a eight-year-old boy, then... um. 
right? It'd be, it'd be completely different. And, and, and for people to deny that is just bizarre to me. And that doesn't mean that um, black people are just treated with the utmost care in the eyes of the media. But that means for the most part, when some stuff goes down, in regards to how uh, the media reports it, right, the light that they shed on it, the amount that they demonize it, it it's like night and day, right? And you can see it on the flip side, too, because whenever something happens to a black person, regardless of what the situation is, we immediately jump to their defense and i'm not trying to generalize this is in specific situations but they happen time after time after time to the point where you have enough data to make a conclusion about what the hell is actually going on so i don't know if you remember but um it might have been like three years ago when jesse smollett he was an actor he was or i, I don't know if he, oh, he used acting to do what he did, but actor, uh, he was on Empire, which is actually, I mean, I I didn't finish the show, but it's actually not that bad of a show. Who knows? Maybe I'll finish it one day. I don't know. But um, he's definitely not having cereal right now where he's at. But um, Dave Chappelle called him um. Jesse, what do you call it? Jesse Smoulier. Interesting. Very interesting. I'll just stick with Jesse Smollett. He um, so Jesse Smoulier, he was in Chicago, and <laughs> yo, that's so crazy. Now that I think about it, so he was in Chicago at night, and I'm just paraphrasing what happened. But it's it's probably like between like one and three o'clock in the morning, and he goes out by himself to I guess a, a subway, and these two white dudes, he describes them as white dudes, with MAGA hats, red Make America Great Again hats, saw him, and uh, <laughs> and start like yelling out homophobic like slurs and and and. Like, talking about, like, how he's from Empire, like, the show or whatnot. And they supposedly beat him up, poured, like, gasoline on him, and then tied a noose around his neck, and then just ran away. Just ran away. So no one, no no one took, well, I mean, not no one, but very few people took two seconds to just think about the story to see if it actually made sense or not. Right? If it actually made sense, they just they just went in for the kill against these these white men that uh <laughs> that attacked Jesse Smollett. I know his name is Jesse Smollett, but it, it's just too funny. I really want to say his real name, but um, but I mean, wow, Dave Chappelle said that, and everyone went crazy, and it was very very funny. Jesse Smollett. That's just so bizarre to me. Um man, let me go let me go to what actually happened. Um 
attack. Because I don't want to know about any of the crap that's happening now. Tell me about they're like they're talking about the like the actual trial. Um hmm. Prosecution arrest was a real victim of a racist attack. Is what the prosec I mean is his defense is saying that's crazy. Wow. Dad gum, Jesse. Um all right. Let's go here. But before I read off like what actually happened, I'm just gonna go to the tweets that I saw. Mm. This shit tweeted about Fruit Loops. I don't know what it is about cereal that just I don't know, it just mm, like at night, mm, that's crazy. It tastes like straight garbage in the morning. I don't see how people eat breakfast. I don't see how people eat lunch. Um, I should start doing that. Right? Like, I should remember. Because on the days that I do, man, I feel amazing. But I can't eat cereal in the morning. It just is weird. But at night, man, there's none, there's none like it. But after the attack happened... Entertainment Tonight, this happened in 2019, so um, almost three years ago. So, Entertainment Tonight, they tweeted out, I said, breaking, Jesse Smollett has been hospitalized in Chicago after a possible homophobic and racially charged attack. Now, AOC responded to the tweet. She said, there's no such thing as racially charged. Um... This attack was not possibly homophobic. It was a racist and homophobic attack. If you don't like what is happening to our country, then work to change it. It is no one's job to water down or sugarcoat the rise of hate crimes. Mm, interesting. Kamala Harris, who is currently our Vice President of the United States, tweeted, At Jesse Smollier is one of the kindest, most gentle human beings I know. I'm praying for his quick recovery. This was an attempted modern-day lynching. No one should have to fear for their life because of their sexuality or color of their skin. We must confront this hate. Interesting. Maxine Waters. Jesse is my friend and a very talented and beautiful human being. It is so hurtful that homophobic haters would dare Hurt someone so loving and giving. I'm dedicated to finding the culprits and bringing them to justice. Mm, that's interesting. If only you knew he was right in front of you, Maxine. If only you knew. Jesse did not deserve to be harmed by anyone. Now, here's the deal. If you actually get attacked and people are saying a bunch of racist stuff or homophobic stuff, that's wrong. All right? It's just wrong. It's not right. But... He went to the lengths to um. I'm not. Let me just shut up, cause I just want to find an article that just tells what actually happened. Hmm. Let's read this article, right? On January 29, twenty nineteen, American actor Jesse Smollett. I'll say his name right. Fine. I'll say his name right. Actor Jesse Smollett alleged 
to the Chicago police that he had been assaulted during the early morning hours at the 300 block of East Lower North Water Street in Chicago's Streeterville by two people he described as white men wearing MAGA hats. He claimed they had shouted racial and homophobic slurs, poured an unknown chemical substance, possibly bleach, that's what it was, on him and tied a noose around his neck. This alleged hate crime has been widely accepted as quote-unquote fake and staged by various independent experts. On February 13, 2019, Chicago police raided the home of two brothers who had worked with Smollett as extras on his television show's set. Police recovered records indicating the brothers had been paid $3,500 by Smollett. Uh, They had purchased the rope found around Smollett's neck at a hardware store in Ravenswood over the weekend of January 25th. Wow, the roof of my mouth is burning. Those Fruit Loops are hot. Fruit Loops shouldn't be hot, right? I mean, they're not hot, but they're definitely doing... Ooh. Man, I gotta look into that. Um, They were also seen in the security camera footage in a clothing store where they bought gloves, ski masks, and a red hat that the police said was using the attack. On, on February 20th, 2019... Smollett was indicted for disorderly conduct for paying the brothers to stage a fake hate crime assault on him and filing a false police report. Smollett's defense team reached a deal with prosecutors on March 26, 2019, in which all charges were dropped and returned for Smollett performing community service and forfeiting his bond of $10,000. On April 12th, 2019, the city of Chicago filed a lawsuit in the Cook County Circuit Court against Millett for the cost of overtime authorities expended investigating the alleged attack, totaling in $130,000. Damn. In in November of 2019, Smollett filed a countersuit against the city of Chicago, alleging he was the victim of a mass public... Oh, my goodness of mass public ridicule and harm, arguing he should not be made to reimburse the city for the cost of the investigation. On February 11, 2020, after further investigation by a special prosecutor was completed, Smollett was indicted again by Cook County by Cook County Grand Jury on six counts pertaining to making four false police reports. On June 12, 2020, a judge rejected Smollett's claim that uh, his re-indictment violated his rights against je- double jeopardy. Smollett's trial began on November 29th, 2021. Um, yeah, that's insane. Hmm. So I'm trying to find the, um, investigation, reaction, controversy, special prosecutor lawsuits, I mean, that's a bunch of extra stuff. The point being is that this man, this black man, um, staged an attack, right? Now, at the time, Trump was president, so you'd hire two people, tell them to go buy red hats, describe them as MAGA hats, and people are going to jump on that train like it's running away. 
I guess he wanted a raise on the show that Empire on the show that he was doing. And plus, like I said, people just didn't like Trump, especially um, like the the left. They couldn't stand him. A lot of people on the right, too, couldn't stand him. But it was just a perfect opportunity to use that to benefit him in, in, in whatever way that he was looking to, to be benefited in. And you see all these people just jumping at him, right? Talking about, oh, my goodness. Uh, you know, these people need to be... Uh, Maxine Waters, she went on detective mode, went into bringing these bring these people to justice. Kamala Harris, AOC, talking about how, um, like, hate crimes are just going up. This kind of reminds me of Bubba Wallace when he said that someone just just left a noose in his garage. He's a, I think he's he drives NASCAR, um, not Formula One, but it said that somebody left a noose. In his garage. Just left it there. Hanging. Right. And everyone on all these talk shows. It's crazy how you can be a public figure. And just just say some stupid, stupid stuff. You can really just get paid by saying stupid stuff. That's why if you want to be anything in the world, you can. Because you might actually be contributing to something. People just get on TV and say stupid stuff. Just stupid, stupid, stupid stuff. But people jump to his defense as well. And once it was found out that they were all BS and him, uh, Jesse Smollett, just a bunch of BS, boom, it goes silent. But because the implication is that, hey, white people, uh, uh, white people allegedly did this to me, right, then we just jump on it, right? I understand the historical context of this country. I don't deny it. And we may be a product of our history. It doesn't mean that we have to be a prisoner of our history. And that's what this country wants to be so bad, right? We want to be victims. We want to be prisoners. And that's why we are so selective in regards to what stories we look at, how we report them, this, that, and the third. Right? There's no evidence that Jesse Smollett was actually attacked by someone. Right? I mean, he has this stuff on and he can make the claim, right? But people won't don't won't wait two seconds for an investigation because an investigation reveals that hey he just hired people because he wants to make some more money on his TV show and it just so happens that he also hates Donald Trump and and Trump is still the president so it makes it look like he's stirring up all this hate then bam you got something right I just like no no one thinks twice of the fact that Bubba Wallace. I think right after he freaking said that someone left a noose in his garage, his NASCAR garage, he got signed to Dre Beats. <laughs> like, come on now. Like, we want to be prisoners of our past so much, but we profit off of the, um, like the systems, the 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 oh so racist systems that we have present in this country. If they're so racist, how the hell are we profiting off of them so much? That's just so bizarre to me, right? I don't know. That's just weird. I just feel as though it won't there like there won't be any satisfactory until we just completely flip the country on its head, right? Seems it seems the way it's going. Which is just 
weird to me, right? You shouldn't want anyone to be racist. You shouldn't want anyone to um, commit crimes. You shouldn't want anyone to kill people. You shouldn't want any of that. But it's very, very selective. I don't know. That's just weird to me. Man, my mouth is burning. Um, I've been trying to... Let me drink some water real quick. See if that helps. Usually helps. Mm. Mm. Uh, not really. Dadgum, I feel like my mouth is falling apart. Oh my goodness. Mm. Hold on. This isn't right. This is not right. Alright, yeah, cause that's... Mm. Mm-mm. Hold on, let me drink some more water. Okay. It's a little better. And that's not okay. Oh, wow. I need to stay away from those. Nah, I can't. Man, those Fruit Loops are way too good. I can't stay away from them. I don't care what kind of... Um kind of symptoms they give me speaking of symptoms like there's a new variant of covid now which i'm so tired i'm so tired of this stupid virus but there's a new variant it's called omicron or omicron not omicron omicron Uh, and people are freaking out obviously now, there was a case that was reported in South America or South Africa or something like that. Um, and while we're all freaking out, the U.S., that is, South African Medical Association said that symptoms are mild and that people shouldn't freak out. I mean, but, I mean, we don't care because, right, government has an agenda with this. I'm not saying that it's not real it's real definitely real they're gonna use it to their benefit right so so to the people who think that the government cares about their health that's just mind-blowing to me and you want to know what's so ironic is in the the states where they have the most restrictions in regards to covid right mass mandates out the wazoo um mass uh vaccine mandates a bunch of stuff new york and california they're the two states who had the, the, the first two reports of this new variant in the United States, that being in New York and California, which is just, it's, it's so, that's just so ironic to me. All right. Wow. Like, but, but people, but people aren't seeing that, which is just, I don't know. I just think it speaks more volumes to how people should be able to mitigate their own risk. Um, right, Do what they feel is best for them, but no. You have a controlling government who's out their freaking mind. And in the, the two states where it's the worst, I mean, they, they, they see the first case of it. You know how weird that is? That's so bizarre to me. But the one thing that I keep seeing, and of course it's always about race, is that black and brown people are the least vaccinated group of people in this country. All right. Now there's two schools of thought here. 
right? Maybe they don't have access to vaccinations, which is kind of hard, right? With all these mandates and all these vaccines being pushed in your face. It could be just because, I mean, I'm just like spitballing here. Maybe just people don't want it, right? Or they just don't want to be forced to take it, right? Especially when all these new variants are coming up. And I saw somebody that said it was a new variant of the unvaccinated. Well, it's funny because um, in Gibraltar, which is like a, um, what is it specifically? Gibraltar. It's a British overseas territory. Um, yeah. British Overseas Territory on Spain's south coast. Uh, da, 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 da. Now, I saw an interesting thing about Gibraltar, an interesting article about Gibraltar the other day. It said that statistically Gibraltar... Damn it. That's a hard freaking... That's a hard name to say. Gibraltar. It said that Gibraltar is the... um. Is the most vaccinated area in the world. Yet the country canceled Christmas celebrations because there was a spike in COVID cases. There was a COVID surge in the most vaccinated area of the world. Article here from Newsweek. The government of Gibraltar has canceled official Christmas celebrations despite having high vaccine uptake um territory is currently rolling out this booster shot program um government issued new advice ahead of christmas festival uh christmas celebration canceled in most vaccinated area of the world as cases spike so that was just ironic to me right now why do I bring this up? Like I said, I think it's just weird how all these places, like you look at Florida, I feel like they're chilling right now. But you look at all these places who are trying to um, force people to do what it is that they want them to do as if they're like on some mission to get rid of COVID, right? They're, they're, um, they're way worse off, which is, I don't know. I don't know how you just can't see it, right? But maybe people just don't want to take it, or maybe they just don't want to be forced to take it. But you want to know what's so ironic that, that, that I haven't really seen too many people pay attention to recently? Is that earlier this year, it was racist to ask for ID to vote, right? I think that was earlier this year. That's... um. Because the uh, MLB All-Star Game was supposed to be in Atlanta. They moved it out of Atlanta to Colorado. Because Atlanta, or Georgia, passed a law that required an ID to vote. Now, that law got a lot of backlash. Because apparently we were only looking at it from the standpoint of black people. As if white people weren't going to be asked for their ID as well. But the 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 story about it was that... Is racist to ask for ID to vote. And I've I've talked about that before on here. I played a whole video 
of all these white people agreeing, right? There was a video of these white people agreeing that it was racist to ask for an ID to vote because according to them, black people can't go to the DMV. Black people don't have access to the internet. And I don't get offended easily. But as a black person, I was looking at this and be like, wow, these people are either really stupid or they've just believed a narrative that they thought, right, was a noble stance. Right, you're sticking up for me because you don't want voter ID laws, but you're really just assaulting my intelligence because you think that as a black person, I can't use the internet or I don't know where the DMV is. Like, what? That's just weird to me. But it was racist then to ask for an ID to vote, and it probably still is, but it's not racist to ask for vaccination cards whenever you go to a job, whenever you go to the store, whenever you go to a restaurant, a gym. Because black people are included in that as well, right? Black people are included in that as well. So it's just funny to me how, like, the government is just picking and choosing whenever they want to Say something's racist, or implement a law, or do whatever the hell it is they want want to do, right? It's racist to ask me for identification in one scenario, right? But but it's not in another. I don't know that that was that was really really weird to me. Cause I'll pull that card, right? If I want to go to the gym, or if I want to go to the store, or whatnot, or and you're asking me for my papers. I'm like, well, I thought it was racist to ask me for ID when I needed a vote. Why you ask me for ID when I need to get some gains, right? Or go get a, a damn apple from the store. That's just as weird to me. Right. But but they're they're <clears throat> man, they're slick. They're slick. Like I said earlier, the media, they're slick with it too, right? Because this whole thing is just is crazy. And it, it's made people animalistic, in my opinion. But there, but there are people who are just kind of out there doing their own thing and, and living life and just trying to be normal, right? But that doesn't work for the government, that doesn't work for the mainstream media, because we're not living the way that they want us to, right? or at least some people. So Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan got COVID. He used medicine, he wasn't vaccinated at the time, I still don't think he's vaccinated, I don't know for sure, but I know at the time that he got COVID, he wasn't vaccinated, and he used... Um, a drug called ivermectin. Now, there's a animal form and there's a human form. He took the human form and then used some other drugs and medications. And he got better after like two days or whatnot. Said he started working out after a couple of days. Said that was the first time he's been sick in a, a very long time. And Joe Rogan takes care of himself, right? He works out. He trains like different types of martial arts and stuff like that he's a real fit guy real active so he's a real healthy dude so because he didn't get vaccinated cnn went on the air 
and tried to say that this man took horse dewormer. So he took med. They tried to say he took medication for a horse. Right. They tried to say he took medication for a horse, and how it's not permitted by the CDC or the FDA or OSHA or all these weird freaking acronym uh, establishments. It's not permitted by them. But ivermectin has been administered, what, I think, four billion times and has had far less um, adverse reactions um, recorded than being vaccinated. Now, that's not a, hey, uh, anti-vaccine standpoint. That's a, this man did what you didn't want him to do, so now you're going to, like, drag him through the mud, essentially. All right, Joe Rogan didn't do what you wanted to do, so you're going to drag him through the mud. So Aaron Rodgers got COVID as well, and he's not vaccinated. And he called Joe Rogan and asked, hey, you got any tips on what I should do? He helped him out, and then that Sunday, Aaron Rodgers was playing football. Well, not immediately when he got it, the next week, because I had to put him on my bench for fantasy, fantasy football. But that next weekend, he was out playing football and did pretty good for me. Plus, I'm on a three-game win streak. That's fantastic. But same thing happened. ESPN dragged him through the mud. Um, CNN did the same thing, dragged him through the mud. But no one's looking at the fact that they got better after a couple days, right? No one's looking at that, right? No one's looking at the fact that we could all just be normal human beings, and we could return to some sense of normalcy because that's what people are craving. If we don't try to put all of our eggs into one basket, especially when this thing is mutating, right? It's pulling some X Men stuff, whereas mutating and it's getting, it's getting more friends. It's bringing more friends over here, right? It's bringing more friends. It, it got lonely, attacking us, so it wanted some company. Because we're trying to kill it. So it's like, hey, come over here, please, because they're trying to get rid of me. Right. And so then when people use different methods that work, now everybody's body is different. There's no one size fits all. So trying to, like, pass this universal mandate for vaccines, you're out your mother mind. All right. I promise I didn't say the word. I didn't. <laughs> I wanted to, but just um like emphasizes my um what am I trying to say? Like how I feel about how much of out of their mind they are. That sentence didn't really make much sense, but I think you know what I mean. Right? It's like we're gonna need a new vaccine for every every variant, right? Instead of just Doing what works for you, right? Talking to a doctor, seeing what you need to do, that works best for you. When I got COVID, the the doctor who was talking to me, um, right, asked me all these questions about if I'm vaccinated or whatnot. But his recommendation wasn't for me to go out and get vaccinated. It was, hey, if you're active in all these different areas of your life and you're relatively healthy, just Take some meds, do what you got to do, and you'll be fine. 
And that's exactly what I did. And guess what? I was I was fine. After a few days, I was fine. But because people aren't doing exactly what the government wants them to do or the media wants them to do, they drag them through the mud instead of looking at them and being like, hey, you got better after two days. I wonder why that is. Right. Now, shout out to all the businesses who have been um, suing and protesting this mandate. Right. Because it's insane, right? It's ludicrous. I've seen um, many companies and whatnot um, suspend the mandate. I've seen a lot of states um, sue. I've seen uh, courts uh, block the mandate, which is fantastic, right? They get some traction on this. Then it, it could span throughout the whole country, and that would be fantastic. That would be fantastic, right? But let me just end on a on a on a note here, right? Because here's the deal: I'm not anti-vaccine at all. I'm anti-mandate, right? And I'm not I'm not too privy to pulling this card, but I mean I will. Hey, I'm black and I'm under attack, so the government listened to me, right? Black and brown people are um, like in the minority. No pun intended for having or for taking the vaccine in my opinion not because they don't have access to it necessarily but probably just because they don't want to or they just don't want to be forced to do it right so i'll pull this card hey government i'm black i'm under attack you're supposed to be protecting me you're supposed to be listening to me why won't you listen to me why won't you listen to a bunch of other black people all right i'm not anti-vaccine i'm anti-mandate but the last thing I want to leave you with, right? And this is something that the government can't answer. The news can't answer because they don't have an answer for it because they're, they're, they're full of all straight BS, right? 700,000 people, or like give or take, 700,000 people die every year of heart disease, leading cause of death. I, and before I even say what I'm about to say, I just want to go down the list. Leading cause of death in the United States. Heart disease is definitely at the top. And this is from the CDC. Heart disease. And we're like I said, we're just going to round up. Heart disease is 700,000. Cancer is 600,000. Accidents from unintentional injuries is 200,000. Um, chronic lower respiratory diseases is 150,000. Strokes is 150,000. Alzheimer's is 120,000. Diabetes is 90,000. Um, nephrotic syndrome um, is 50,000. Influenza and pneumonia is 50,000. Uh, intentional self-harm is uh, 47,000. So like suicide, things like that is 47,000. Right? Now, COVID, yeah, it, it's definitely killed a lot of people. Now they obviously fluff the numbers, right? You have COVID, but you get hit with a bus, they're going to count that as a COVID death. It's as simple as that. All right. 
Like there's dying from COVID and there's dying with COVID in your system. But they just jumble it all together. Um, but it's still an issue nonetheless, right? But regardless of COVID, regardless of cancer, anything else, heart disease is the leading cause of death in the United States every single year. Sitting at about 700,000 people every single year, give or take. If 700,000 people die every year of heart disease, why isn't the government advocating at the scale that they're advocating for protection against COVID-19 to get people to live healthy lives? All right. Last year, people were going door to door, knocking on people's uh, doors to their homes, trying to get them vaccinated. Joseph Biden is doing his is trying his hardest to pass a nationwide COVID nineteen vaccine mandate for businesses with with a hundred employees or more. He wants to do it for truck drivers by January. Um, federal employees. Uh, have to be mandated healthcare workers, the whole nine, right? And then people want to talk about this BS of how it's a vac- uh, 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 a disease of the unvaccinated or a virus of the unvaccinated, yet in the most vaccinated area in the world, they had to cancel Christmas celebrations because they had a ridiculously high spike of COVID cases. Right, but it's a it's a vac it's a um a virus of the unvaccinated. Now, like I said, that's not to say that the vaccines don't work. But once again, one size doesn't fit all. If it works for you, then that's great. Trying to shame people for not getting it, or trying to make these claims that they're the reason why all this stuff is happening. Like unvaccinated people are the reason why all this stuff is happening. It's just ridiculous. And it's just a play. To be able to 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 have some game politically, right? But if seven hundred thousand, almost a million people in the United States die every single year from heart disease, why isn't the government advocating for people to live healthier lives, right? And even when you look at who suffers the most from COVID nineteen. COVID nineteen, and this is from um, this is from the CDC. COVID nineteen is caused by a coronavirus called SARS CoV two. Older adults and people who have severe underlying medical conditions like heart or lung disease or diabetes seem to be at higher risk for developing more serious complications from COVID nineteen illness. Right, so the people who are at uh, a higher risk are older people, obviously. I mean, there's not much you can do about your age. But everyone in between, right, And unless you have a disease that you have no control over, the rest of the people who are at the highest risk are people who lead unhealthy lives, right? It's as simple as that. Now, that doesn't mean you got to eat like a bird. You can enjoy life. No one's saying that. But 700,000 people every year, give or take, die from heart disease, primarily because they're out of shape, right? Their diet is horrible. 
There's not a lot of physical activity. They might carry a lot of weight. They might carry too little weight. They might, um, like I said, they might just like eat junk food all day. It, it, it could be a number of things, right? A lot of the stuff that's self-inflicted, right? So if the government cares about our lives so much that they care about us being alive, then why aren't they doing something about heart disease? Why aren't you advocating more for, for, for people to live normal lives, right? Why aren't you advocating more for people to go for a run for 10 minutes a day? 10 minutes. There's 24 hours in a day. You sleep, ideally, for 6 to 8 of them. Let's just say 7, meet in the middle. Right? So that's what? 4. So right now you're at 17 hours in the day. Let's say you work for 8 hours. Let's say you go to sleep at 11. And you wake up at 6. Now, let's be gracious. We'll give you a little bit more sleep. Let's say you go to bed at 11, you wake up at 7. So, eight hours of sleep. Right? You get ready. So, that leaves you with 16 hours in the day. You get ready. Let's say it takes you about an hour. Give or take, you go to work. You work from 8 to 5. So, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Um, so let's say you work for nine hours, right? Get a one hour break, but the work day's nine hours. All right, you, you get off at five. Maybe you got some errands to run. Let's say you run errands for, it takes you about two hours to get done with everything. At that point, it's seven o'clock, right? You might, you're probably tired, want to relax chill, whatnot, a 10-minute run, fit anywhere between those, maybe on the break earlier, things like that, and I'm not, like, saying that that works for everybody, like, once again, one size doesn't fit all, but there is some aspect of people's lives in which they can improve upon that would make them a lot more healthier just by doing that one thing. Guess who doesn't advocate for that? The government. You want to know what they do? You get a free Krispy Kreme donut if you get vaccinated. Right? Bill de Blasio, the mayor of New York City, was on TV eating a cheeseburger from, I think it was Shake Shack or something like that. Saying that you'll get a free burger if you get vaccinated. You want this greasy-ass burger. To be delivered to me if I give that, that's what I get rewarded with if I get vaccinated, right? So, you, you, you are essentially promoting heart disease because it's so low key, even though it kills, it's the leading cause of death in the United States every single year. But it's so low key because it, it's just like a part of our everyday lives, right? The fast food. Or, um, like I said, the routines where fitness or health or, or dieting isn't really a key part of that. Right? But they're going to give you a free Krispy Kreme donut or a greasy burger if you get vaccinated with COVID-19. You know how 
backwards that is. I, I was trying to find the word to say. You know how backwards that is? Why isn't the government working as hard to get people to live healthier lifestyles? Right? You don't got to be an athlete. You don't have to overdo it. But at least just doing one thing to make you healthier lowers your chances that much more of having heart disease. But why aren't they doing it, right? I'll feel a lot better about this witch hunt that they have going on, essentially, of trying to get unvaccinated people to get vaccinated. I'll feel a little bit better about it once they start going door-to-door trying to hand out gym memberships or or celery sticks instead of chips or... um. Or whatever. And I'm not bashing chips. I love chips, right? Come on now. But knowing when to eat them and when when to not eat them. I mean, maybe having some celery tonight instead of those might be beneficial. But they're not going to tell you that. Right? It's just a part of everyday life. It's to live a certain way. To eat certain things. Which results in 700,000 people dying every year from heart disease. Because there's so many different variables, right? But the underlying one is you have the lowest chance of getting heart disease if you lead a healthy lifestyle. You live a healthy life. That's something that they don't advocate for. Hmm. That's very, very interesting. I wonder why. Did they just all of a sudden now start to care about our health? No, they just found something that they can easily control people with, right? Like I said, that that whole thing, getting a free burger or a donut. Get the hell out of here. Oh, man. And he was nasty, too. Just eating that burger. I could just, ugh, just smacking. It was just slimy. I wanted to, I was going to punch that TV, too. Be a lot of broken TVs in this house. But yeah, that's my question to the government. If you guys care about our health so much, care about the like if we live or whatnot, right? Then why aren't you doing something about the fact that seven hundred thousand people die every year from heart disease? Right? Why aren't you putting forth any initiatives about that? Because you give everyone the choice to do whatever they want in that regard, right? And it's crazy how easy it is. You go to the store, you can get a bag of chips for 99 cents, try to get a bag of apples, you're spending 6 to $10, $10 depending on the, the how many pounds it is. Get a big bag of chips for a dollar, two, maybe. But you're going to be spending some on some apples or grapes or whatever. Right? Why aren't there any initiatives to help people to lead healthier lives? Since you care about our health so much. You answer that question. Okay, I'm I'm all aboard. Let's all get vaccinated. Let's go for it. They care. They actually care. <laughs> Until then, hell no. They don't give a damn. Nope. Not at all. And on that note, I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for listening. I hope everyone had a, a great Thanksgiving. Uh, my heart goes out to all those people in Wisconsin. Uh, the media won't report on it. The government could care less. But I do because you shouldn't have to go to a Christmas parade and and um, and not be able to make it home. 
especially especially a kid. I mean, I don't want to say especially a kid as if those other people's lives didn't matter at all because they did, but that's an eight-year-old boy. So screw the media for not reporting on it because the story's dead now. No one's talking about it. So screw um, the media that is. Um, like I said, my heart goes out to all those people because that's that's sad. Um, but on that note, Christmas is coming up, so hopefully, no tragedies like that happen. Uh, where we got to report on something like that because, like I said, they won't do it. So, so we'll do it, right? Stay safe, people. Right? Think for yourself. I know it's kind of corny to say the name. It's like it's like a superhero calling himself his own name instead of letting the people decide for him and just keep saying it over and over again. But it is very, very important, right? I want you to ask that question. Next time you talk to your local government official, um, <laughs> it's just funny because I know that they don't talk to people, right? They get elected and then they do whatever the hell that they want to do. If you ever get a chance to, ask them that. Be like, hey, why do you care about my health so much now that you're trying to mandate a vaccine? Not that I'm anti-vaccine, but I'm anti-mandate. But you won't mandate that people at least do one thing to to lead healthier lifestyles, right? It just got to be one. 700,000 people die every year from heart disease, give or take. Still leading cause of death. Still ridiculous. Anyways, I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for listening. And, yep, bye. (laughs) Catch new episodes of Think For Yourself anywhere that you listen to podcasts, that being Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more that will be linked in the description on whatever platform you're on. Also, subscribe. It takes, like, two seconds, and it's free. And it lets you know whenever we release an episode so that you never miss one. I love you guys so much. Thank you for listening. And yeah, bye.